Shannon, welcome to my pod. Welcome to Really Shannon, a 45-minute weekly podcast about reality TV and real life. I'm going to do things a little bit differently today, and I'm going to start with my lifestyle portion first and then leave my TV review until the end. And that's just because I I normally put the timestamp when the lifestyle portion uh, starts because I know a lot of people want to still tune in, but maybe they don't watch the show, so they want to just skip ahead for that. But then I was thinking, wouldn't it make sense to then put the content that some people are looking for at the beginning so that they don't have to skip ahead this week? And hopefully you guys all love the lifestyle portion. So um, I do have permission from all parties involved um, in the story I'm going to tell. Um, to tell the story. (laughs) So I don't want anyone thinking that I'm just sort of uh, using personal experiences and uh, sharing them with everybody without asking. That wouldn't be very polite. So I'm not doing that. This week, this past week, it's been emotional for a lot of people. Um, The U.S. election happens and that is it's a lot taking in all that media, especially if you're online a lot and uh, watching TV. Just it's it's a lot. And um, happily, you know, Biden Harris won, so that's good, and it's a big relief. But prior to that announcement, I think a lot of people were on edge. So me personally, I had a bit of an emotional week and I was coming off of a vacation. I had a nice little staycation the week before and just going back to work was a little bit stressful. Like things are getting quite busy for me now. Um, So I really felt my focus shifting and kind of changing from what it had been like all summer and for the beginning of fall. And, you know, I, I will give that whole issue and like talking about working from home and having a toddler and making it all work, I'll have that conversation another time just because I think it deserves its own attention and intention. Um, I do hear and read a lot of blogs from other moms who are working and I think the common theme I see is that we want to share our experience and our challenges um, but we don't want to complain. So it's really hard to to share that without coming across as complaining. And um, me personally, like I don't really like complaining about anything related to motherhood just because, yeah, I just I feel like that will have more of an effect on my daughter when that's not really what the issue is. Like the issue is not her, it's me. So I try to really focus that back on on myself. So this week, um, Rewald was, um, let's just say, less than gentle with me in general. Like he was kind of like quick to react to anything I said or did and really just like kind of harsh with me. And so I was kind of digesting that, digesting myself having a, you know, very busy week at work. And it was a Monday. And so he was doing his weekly cooking while I was in a meeting and uh, it was a meeting that I had to like verbally participate in. So I had to often un- unmute myself. Um, and so when he's cooking, he'll cook all of his 
meat for the week. So it would be like chicken or whatever. And he likes to, you know, use the cast iron grill, give it a good sear, and then cook it in the oven. But he also likes to make sure it's really low fat. So he'll like give it a quick little spray of Pam or, or, you know, other brand of spray oil in the cast iron and put the cast iron like on the highest possible heat and let it heat up until it's smoking and then put the meat in and then really kind of give it a quick sear on both sides and then put it in the oven. And so every time that he does that, the smoke is just too much and the smoke alarm goes off. And so normally he's cooking on, you know, a Sunday or after work and I will step in at that time and open both window kitchens, open our balcony um, window and the screen and the bathroom fan. And the smoke alarm will sometimes go off. um, And that usually what calls me to action to do all of this. And then I get a little bit frustrated because I'm like, why, like, why are you not prepared for this? Like, I hate when the smoke alarm goes off because it makes me feel like there is an emergency. So, this is happening. He's doing this cooking. I'm totally unaware that this is even going to happen while I'm in my meeting just because we didn't have time to really debrief what our days were going to look like, which we we normally do uh, because like I have mentioned many times, I was very busy, so I just couldn't communicate. And, you know, that's on me too. That's, you know, I, it was all discussed. So the smoke alarm goes off and I'm just like, oh my God, like I can't focus and like I can't talk. And it's just like, obviously other people understand when you're working from home that these things can happen. But when it's happening to you, like for me, my blood was just like coming out of my, into my brain. And like, I was just so hot and like confused and like frustrated. So he gets, so he turns the alarm off, it goes off. And then it happens again and then again. So it happens three times. And I have to give him credit because he does do the weekly cooking. And when he was doing this cooking, he he was watching Thea as well, like trying to entertain her. So, I mean, you know, she doesn't know the protocol when it comes to smoky kitchen, what we're supposed to do. And so I'm just like so frustrated. And I'm like, how do I even bring this issue up? Because, you know, I'm about to complain to him that he's cooking too loud. (laughs) while watching our daughter while doing everything around the house you know what I mean like so how do I even complain about that do I like what do I do right anyway so it all came to head like that that set me off and then other things happened there were lots of challenges and they deserve their own time but we decided to talk it out like a very long conversation and really resetting our expectations and how we communicate and uh I, I gave him feedback on how I think he should um, cook the, the meats. And so I'll just kind of jump ahead because it's been a week now. So he was cooking the meat again today. And, you know, he's like, okay, so what were you saying I should do? I'm like, okay, so before we start, let's open this window, this window and the balcony and put the fan on. And then, okay, turn the um, cast iron on as hot as you want. I'll be, you know, generous and I'll allow it to, I think it should be like, 80% hot, but he wanted 100% hot. Fine. And then I directed him to pour the oil in and he was like, this much? And it was like one drop. I'm like, no, a little bit more. You're not going to get 100 pounds if you put a little bit more oil in. And he cooked the meat and it got a little smoky, but the smoke alarm did not go off. So we have solved that problem. Um, but backtracking a little bit. So we talked at, we talked out our issues this week and then we went crystal shopping. I got some new crystals just to turn our energy around. 
um, you know, cleanse my crystals and I charged them this week in the full moon, which if you saw my story, I was recommending for you to do that. And so everything's fine. Now I always put together furniture that we get or like if I'm redoing it, that's really like my role. So I had put together a new TV stand that we got for our basement. And after I put it together, um, there was like some, you know, dust and stuff. So I had to vacuum it. So I got the vacuum. I was walking down the stairs and I'm on the last two stairs and I take the hardest fall I've ever taken, like to the point where I screamed at the top of my lungs, like, like just sheer terror because I'm like, I, you don't know what stair you're on when you fall, right? And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And so I'm like in so much pain. I hit my arm, my knee, my lower back kind of butt area. And like the whole thing has like jolted my head out of control. So like now the top of my neck hurts. And so I'm on the ground like I know that they, that he's heard me scream. So I'm just like, I'm okay. I'm okay. But just so he doesn't panic, but I'm still like trying to like breathe through the pain. So I'm like Peter Griffin on the ground, like, ah, like just like really <laughs> not like trying to get over it. And so he comes down and he's like, oh my God, are you okay? I was like, um, like I'm, I'm in a lot of pain. Like I fell really hard. I'm like, but like nothing's broken. Like I'm okay. And he's like, were you rushing? <laughs> I was like, what? Like, what kind of reaction is that? And then he was like, oh no, the vacuum's broken. While I'm still like on the ground, like, ah, like still Peter Griffining. And I'm so uh, confused at this point that he's like trying to direct my attention to the vacuum being broken and that I shouldn't be rushing down the stairs. So I'm like, I'm just trying to get through this pain right now. I can't address your questions. And he's trying to like fix the vacuum, like the dustbin thing broke and now there's a hole in it. And he's like, oh, I guess we could put duct tape on it. And I'm still on the ground in pain. Like he didn't even offer to help pick me up or like, I don't know. So then I think I was like, okay, I'm, we'll just address this reaction later because that was really crappy and I need some ice. So I go to the couch and Rolf's nice enough to bring me the ice and um, kind of position it for me and my multiple pain points. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, like what am I going to do? This is terrible. And actually right now I'm still in pain. That was the hardest fall I've ever taken. And I'm a very clumsy person. So that's why like Roald gets kind of annoyed when I fall or like get hurt um, because he thinks I should just be more careful and I'm as careful as I can be. I'm just so clumsy that this stuff happens and like I don't know what to do about it. So I'm like kind of reeling from our whole big talk and like all the irritations we've had with each other all week and then plus this whole fall things happen. So I'm like physically in pain and now more mentally in pain like why was that your reaction like that you were going to get mad at me for rushing or trying to school me on why I shouldn't rush when the first reaction should be like oh my gosh are you okay like let me get some ice let's get you on the couch let's do this like you know and so I'm like okay we have to adjust this another time let's get our dinner it's Saturday night let's get funky and we were ordering pizza and wings 
So I'm going to go on like a really quick side tangent about the wings. So we're going to order pizza from wings from different places just because like the places that have the best pizza don't have the best wings and the places that have the best wings don't have the best pizza. So if you're looking for wings um, from a pizza place, Pizza Pizza has the best wings. And the best wings are really a nice size. The texture is right. Like the meat is soft, but the outside is crispy. And um the sauce, right? Like you need the taste to be, you know, like that kind of spicy um, wing vibe, but like not so spicy that your tongue hurts. Um, my only problem with pizza pizza wings is they don't always toss them in the sauce for you. So even if you live close and you get it delivered, like the wings are hot, but then as soon as you put the sauce on, like the sauce was in the fridge. So now you're putting cold sauce on hot wings. And then I guess you could put warm up the sauce and then toss the wings yourself. But I mean, you're, if you're ordering it from a restaurant, you're paying for it. I feel like they have a big bowl. They should toss the wings for you and then wash it. Like I don't want to do any of that. So we did not order our wings from Pizza Pizza. We ordered them from our other favorite wing spot in Ajax, which is McGuire's. They have the best wings. The wings are so big and like the meat is just so soft and tender and crispy on the outside. They're just amazing. Um, the only time I've had wings like this good are from Casey's uh, that used to be open, which was like kind of like a bar um, retail chain that I worked at for a long time. Um, but their wings were even smaller, but their sauce was really good. And when it comes to sauce, I feel like Wild Wing has the best sauce because they have like a hundred different options and you can like mix and match and just it's the best. I love that. I like when they're really saucy and then I like dipping them as well, even though they're saucy, dipping them in the blue cheese. So it's just like a big old saucy mess. So we order um, the wings and then we order uh, the pizza. So we are ordering the pizza from a new place this week. And so based on the description, like it was called Margarita Pizza. So, and I think they boast having like a wood fire oven. So the assumption is you're getting one of those like really thin crust kind of pizzas that are like crispy, you know, those kinds. And like there's like sauce and like you can see the sauce and then like the mozzarella is like little round ones and you could see the sauce and the mozzarella and then there's fresh basil all over it. So this is the type of pizza that we think that we're getting. And we get separate pizzas because Roald is dairy-free, pretty strict about that. Um, so he likes getting that type of pizza and sauce and then some like garlic and basil on it and just no cheese. And you really get to enjoy like the flavor of the tomato sauce and the crispiness of the crust. And it's just like a whole experience. He puts chili flakes on it and then dips it in uh, oil and vinegar. So that's what he was expecting. <laughs> But then we sit down to eat and then he opens his pizza box and we look at it <laughs> and it's literally a cheese pizza. <laughs> and mine's also a cheese pizza. So whoever took this order, like he did his custom build your own pizza and did not add cheese and did just like, as I mentioned, with the sauce and the garlic. But I guess like the basis of the pizza comes with cheese. So you have to like say the extra words. No cheese possibly. I don't know. Um, and so he opens it and looks at it. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> and so he starts like peeling all the cheese off and like, it's like a regular pizza. So there's just the whole thing was covered. <laughs> and so then I'm um, like, 
oh, that sucks. Meanwhile, I'm like secretly happy because I'm like, well, that's what you get for not asking me if I'm okay right away, like after the whole stairs incident. And then I was like, okay, I'll be nice and get your wings ready for you. So I opened my wings and they look amazing, perfect, can't wait. And actually, every time I've asked for the blue cheese dressing, they've never had it and they gave some other sauce. And then this time they gave blue cheese and it's like, yes, I was so excited. Um, so my order was absolutely perfect. So I put the wings down on his plate and he like takes one and eats it and he's like, oh no. And it was lemon pepper was his flavor. And there was like no lemon or pepper flavor on it. It was just like plain wings. <laughs> and normally they're very good, but just this one time they didn't have enough of the seasoning. <laughs> That's what you get for ordering dry wings, I think. Dry wings are not, not it. Unless you're at Manchuwak, dry wings are not it. Um... And then he's like, okay, well, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. But he had also ordered a garden salad um, with some chicken on it. So he opens the salad and then it's a Caesar salad covered in cheese. <laughs> and I love Caesar salad. So I was like, oh, that's good for me. Like now I get to have a salad I didn't even know I wanted. And he's just like, Oh, the reaction, the reaction. And so I tried to pretend to feel bad. And then Roald was asking me, he's like, do you think that I deserve this because of what happened with the stairs? Because we hadn't talked about it yet. And I was like, yes, yes, I do. I think the universe has punished you for the way you responded to me uh, falling down the stairs. Because like I felt like my punishment for being kind of uncommunicative all week and like my participation in the challenges that we've had that was my punishment although I felt that dear universe that punishment was quite harsh like I'm 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 all good now we're all even uh so we eat our dinner it's all good there's just this like honking pile of cheese there I tried to cover it with the the paper that the wings came in just so it wouldn't look so disgusting <laughs> So he's so excited for this um, frozen dessert we found at the grocery store. And it was like two little gingerbread men. And it was like an ice cream sandwich. But like I said, he's non-dairy. So the middle was aquafaba. And he bites into it. And it's like the worst dessert he's ever had. Um, the description I got was that the gingerbread men tasted like a candle. And the aquafaba filling that was supposed to be like frozen dessert ice cream-esque was more like frozen jello. <laughs> and so I'm I, I guess I'm just I, I'm happy that, you know, my dinner was great. Um, I didn't end up having dessert, but I enjoyed my pizza and my wings. <laughs> So I was like to Roald, you know, I don't ever focus on like punishing you for the shit you do. Um, I'm always just like focused on my own thoughts and getting through my portion of whatever we're going through. But I was just um, couldn't help but think that uh, it's all even now. <laughs> um, so I used to deal with stress like stressful situations, especially like this, by just hysterically crying. That was always my reaction um, when I was angry or anything like that. Like I would always just turn to crying. And I feel like I have a million stories of when I've cried myself out of a bad situation. And, you know, it's it's almost always worked. I don't think I've ever 
Well, I did get a traffic ticket once that I hysterically cried at, but it wasn't soon enough. Like the cop was already starting to walk away and had already issued the ticket when the hysteria started. So I I still did get that ticket. Um, But I'm going to tell a quick story now of uh, when we were in Thailand. This is like a million years ago, but... (laughs) So we were in Bangkok and, you know, we had just come from the Philippines where we were pretty relaxed the whole time. So now we're in this big, busy city and uh, we were at the night market and we got uh, invited to attend a ping pong show. And so this is an adult show um, and uh, we, we were just you know, going to have some fun. So we inquire beforehand, like, how much does it cost to go in? Like, is there a cover? And they said, there's no cover. You just have to order a drink. And so we did. And when it came time to pay, so we saw the drink list and then beside the drink, it said a hundred. And so we were like, okay, it's a hundred baht, which is like, um, it's expensive for a drink, but you know, it's fine because like you get the show as well. So the show is like, Oh my gosh, don't even Google it. It's a lot and it feels very exploitative. It wasn't a very positive uh, event. So we were like, okay, let's just get out of here. So we go and we try to pay for our drinks and they're like, no, it's $100 US. And I'm like, well, then wouldn't it be $200 because there's two of us? But anyways, they, all they were asking for is $100 US. And I'm like, no, it's a hundred bots. So like, it's not a hundred dollars. And, you know, we were trying to get into it and everything. And so I just started hysterically crying, like with the hundred bot in my hand, like, oh, I'm freaking out, like just crying. And it was, they were just looking at me like, when is she going to stop? And I wouldn't stop. It went on for minutes, like a really long time. And then finally they were like, okay, how much do you have? And Rawls like, we have $20 US. And they were like, okay, fine. We'll take it just so you guys can leave. <laughs> and we just paid it and left. So that's my um, <laughs> way of crying out of getting scammed. Um, in the middle of all the crying, I had like a moment of clarity. Like if I never stop, then they will stop me. And the only way that they're going to stop me is by giving me what we want or something closer to what we want than what they want. And it's not good for business right now because the other patrons are looking at me. The dancers are distracted to say the least. As I'm crying hysterically, I slumped over in a chair while crying. I put my head down on the bar. Like it was a, it was, it was a bit of a show and it wasn't pretend there were real tears and there were real emotions. And I was really scared. I thought, you know, what's going to happen if we don't give them the money and should we just give it? And then like, they'll set us free. And I'm like, but what if they don't set us free? Like, you know, my mind was doing crazy things and I had no idea, um, what the outcome of this was going to be. So I just kept crying. But yeah, in the middle of it, I realized that it's going to work. So just keep on keeping on. And it wasn't the only time on that trip that I stress cried my way out of it. Um, (laughs) There's another story about being late for a boat and they didn't tell us. And then we had to get the boat. Otherwise, we'd be stuck there for like two days. And I uh, hysterically cried and they throw us in the back of their truck and drove us right straight to the boat after that. <laughs> um, but now I more so deal with stress by, like I said, focusing on my own thoughts, focusing on what I can control and 
really working through that rather than trying to change the situation or how someone else is reacting or processing whatever happened, whatever we're facing together. Uh, So I hope you enjoy those stories I told uh, just about uh, handling stressful situations and the universe's punishments. Um, We'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and we start talking about Thailand. So why don't we talk about Drag Race Thailand? Hey guys, so after my fall, I was looking for something to take a bath with and I've had, you know, the FabFit Fun Box and the Cause Box. So I've been on subscription boxes for like three years, not both at the same time, but um, so I'm going through all of like my stuff that I've gotten from them that I haven't used yet looking for a bath and I didn't have one. I'm like, are, are you serious? Like, how could I not? You know what I mean? But I guess I used it all. But I do have so many hydrating serums and it's like, how many times can I put a serum on? And I don't have any face masks. So all the stuff I actually want, I'm not getting from these subscription boxes. So I am unsubscribing. Um, so if you have a box that you really like, uh, can you recommend it to me? Like 50 bucks every quarter is nice. That's what I prefer. Okay, so I had to go to the store and get a bath because it like I was in so much pain. I had to take a, a bath. And so I for the first night, I used what we had at home and I had like a handful of Epsom salts left. That, and then I was using them for my pedicures, like my home pedicure set. So I didn't leave like enough in the bag for a full bath. And so I used that. So it was pretty pathetic. And so I went and got a new Epsom salt. And this one is from Dr. Teal's. And it said new on it. I was like, ooh, new. That's nice. And it's deep marine sea kelp mineral soak. And it says to purify and hydrate with pure Epsom salts and essential oils. So it's like lemongrass and orange essential oil. And so, yeah, I loved it. It was amazing. It's great. And I'm feeling better already. (laughs) So, you know, I, yeah, (laughs) that's what I can recommend. Before I move on to my planned topic, I just want to say I was um, watching a little bit of the New Jersey Shore season, and Wow has the same slippers as me because they came in, I think, the FabFitFun box, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. I have the same slippers as JLo, and I'm wearing them right now. JLo. Wow. <laughs> I wish I had the same slippers as JLo. No, Wow, And I'm wearing them right now. And I'm wondering, should I watch Jersey Shore? I still haven't even caught up on the new Real Housewives. Um, I think I'm going to give up on The Bachelorette. Um, I've been live commentarying every week, and um, I've done two episodes with Tasha now. And yeah, I mean, I was intrigued by the show because of the promos for Claire. And then I liked meeting Tasha, and I liked seeing that. But I'm, I'm going to have to skip ahead to the end just to see who she picks. Um, because it's a lot, it's a lot, it's two hours long every week and, um, it really leaves no time for (laughs) any other shows. Um, if I'm also watching Dancing with the Stars for two weeks. So I'm sorry if to my fans who were enjoying that, um, I'm on to more things. I'm, uh, doing another rewatch of Drag Race season nine and I actually just watched for, for the first time, Drag Race Thailand season two. So there's Drag Race Thailand season one, but there's something about the rights to it 
that they only belong to a channel in Thailand. So it's really hard to stream on all of the platforms that I have. Like I have a bunch and it was it's only available on um, Out TV Go, which I have through Prime. So, so it's not season one though. I can't find season one. So I had to watch season two. So that was really um, something I've been looking forward to. I've been saving it for, you know, a time where I needed a new season and not to do a rewatch. And that's exactly what I was uh, feeling uh, this past, these past few weeks. So it was kind of a slow watch because, you know, there are subtitles. Um, there is some English speaking in it, but there's subtitles. So I, I want to be paying full attention the whole time. Like I can't really watch it while I'm eating. It's uh, too difficult, but um, so it took me a while to watch and I can't wait to rewatch it and like get like really deep into my thoughts about it. But I couldn't help but already know who wins. And so I also knew who was in the top three. And when you're watching the season as it progresses and you're like, wait a second, is everything I know a lie? Because the people that I'm thinking are in the top three are getting eliminated. (laughs) And so, yeah, I know I just spoiled it for a lot of people, but there are comebacks and it's like, you know, to come back and make it to the final is pretty impressive and it's just even though even though I knew that that was going to happen it was still exciting to watch it happen and I'm like how how and you know is it going to be undeserved um like do people hate them for making it to the final after getting eliminated and you know what like watching the show I'm like yeah it's deserved it's great It it was perfect um it's one of the first seasons that I've actually agreed with all of the judging um and you know, it was very clear to me every time who was in the bottom and who was in the top and even during and after the lip sync, who's going home. Like, you know, you very, you very much agree. It makes sense. So the show is a little bit different now. I'm kind of going to be speaking to drag race fans because I doubt if you watch, if you don't watch drag race, then you're not going to want to watch drag race Thailand. Um, because it's like, don't you want to watch the original first and then see how it's a little bit different? Um, I'm having some tea. It's nice. <laughs> my voice hasn't been feeling great. I've been like putting off um, recording my podcast and I've just been kind of like writing the episodes and not actually recording them because I'm like not feeling great in the face. Like I have fuzzy sinuses and my allergies are back. It's like so crazy. Anyway. Um, so Drag Race Thailand, there are two main judges and they're both drag queens, Art Aria and Pangina Heels, um, whose real name is Pan Pan. So it's like so cute when they're like, oh, Pan Pan. Um, and she is something like she is just so fierce. Every, both of them are. But like when Pan Pan smiles, I'm, I'm like smitten. I'm like taken away or to another planet. Like I haven't felt like this since I saw Queen like Valentina. Do you know what I mean? Like I felt it the first time with Naomi Smalls and then again with Valentina and now I feel it with Pan Pan, <laughs> Pangina Heels, I mean. And then um, even Art like does all these crazy looks like so high fashion and instead of sitting behind a judge's table, they actually sit on like bar stools so you can see their full outfit the whole time and it's just, it's so gorgeous to watch, you know? 
Um, and it's so cute. They have like a little notebook and they're making notes and they have some type of scoring system because how it's decided who's like the winner and all that. And they say, you know, put your scores in and then it's all of the judges collaboratively, even the guest judges. So the episode starts with a mini challenge as usual. And the mini challenge is, is similar to the regular season and it will win them a benefit for the maxi challenge. Then the maxi challenge is its own challenge and it happens. And then there's kind of, there's not really a winner declared at that point, but the thoughts of the maxi challenge have ended. Like we're not revisiting it after that. Um, And then there's the runway, which is a totally separate challenge. So when it comes to who wins the episode, there's a winner of the mini, there's a winner of the maxi, and there's a winner of the runway. And then if there's um, like a different winner for the maxi challenge and a different winner for the runway, then that's when they turn to the scores to determine who did the best in the combined effort. And then that person will, will win the episode. And there was one episode actually where one character won all three in the episode and that was the first time. So she was really on fire that week. And I thought it was kind of funny because um, it was early earlier on in the season and the season had 14 girls. So there's a that's a lot of people like not until it becomes 10 and less do you really start seeing people shine and getting a lot of camera time. But to split an hour episode um, for 50 or for 14 people, it's it's tough to get that moment. So when that episode happened, that character in my head, I'm like, okay, you're a filler, you're next to go, you're next to go. Like you, you don't have a storyline happening. And then she wins all three and I'm like, oh, okay, now I have to re- reevaluate who I think is in the top. But she did do so well in those challenges. So of course she won. That makes sense. Like I said, I agreed. Um, the lip syncs were very entertaining in multiple ways. Um, some of them would be in English, some of them would be in Thai. And they clarified at the end in the reunion episode that it was all predetermined what songs would be with what episode. So they couldn't like, you know, manufacture it in a way that if an English speaking queen or a non-Thai queen uh, was in the bottom that week that they would sing an English song or vice versa. Um, so having said that, uh, there were some non-Thai queens that was open to everyone in the world. Um, so we had Vandamis Joachim from Singapore, and she actually is the first uh, Muslim queen on the show, um, chronologically, and for, for all of the franchise, I think I, I think I read that. Uh, and then we had Mokadiba from the Philippines. And every time she talked, she was like, she was just so from the Philippines. And when you're like from the Philippines and living in Canada or US, like is it's a little bit different when you say someone's like, oh, so Filipino. And then because then you're talking about the people here that you know, like your Filipino family that's that's in Canada. Uh, but then she's so Filipino, like from the Philippines, like the slang, the the accent, everything. <laughs> And I loved it. It was just like so, so fun to watch her on, um, you know, a mainstream show. And just it just feels really cool to watch her. Um, And she gets into the drama. Like, (laughs) I'm like, Mokadima, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? But I'm like, do it, girl, do it. (laughs) It was really good. Um, There was Jeannie and she's from like California or somewhere in the U.S., um, and there were, who else was it? I feel like Miss Gumhai was Chinese, but 
she did speak Thai, I think. Or maybe she was Thai. I really don't know. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, so, and some of the Thai queens, like, couldn't, well, they could speak English, but, you know, they didn't really, like, advertise that, oh, I also speak English. So when it came to, like, group maxi challenges, I feel like there must have been a lot of challenges. Um, but they, you know, had interpreters there and everything. But, you know, things get lost in translation, especially when it comes to creative events. And you see the same thing happen on other versions of the show where usually it's a Spanish-speaking queen. And uh, they kind of, they, they don't get the, maybe like the pun or the humor of of the challenge. And so they might take it literally. That's happened before. So uh, yeah, it just kind of gets lost in translation. Like they speak English and everything, but you know, it, it, it happens. So I could see a little bit of that happening um, on the show. But I mean, I, I picked Phantom Miss Joking to talk about first because she really embraced uh, not being able to speak Thai and just like understanding the essence of what was happening and uh, not to spoil anything, but she does have to lip sync in Thai and she like kills it. Like, you know, she does her research and finds out what the song's about and what's happening at this part of the song and she just like sells it. So, I mean, that was super inspiring to watch as well. But watching that, you're like, okay, there's no way they're going to crown a quote unquote foreigner on a show called Drag Race Thailand, is there? Like that was my theory. Same with um, Drag Race Canada. If you're not like touring in in Canada, like as your start, then should you be the winner? Um, but and maybe maybe yeah. If if it's not the first season, if it's the second season and on, like yeah, it could be anybody. That that should be op- it should be open to anybody. So I'm conflicted on that. I I think there were some foreigners that were deserving of the crown as well. Um, but one of the Thai queens ends up winning. What's another thing really cool about this season is there's two queens that are coming on the show and they are openly trans. Um, so we've had other queens on the show before that come out on um, male presenting and then they come out on the show that they're actually trans. And I think they, you know, felt they had to hide it just to like get on the show or like be seen as like a legitimate drag queen. Um, so it, yeah, it's kind of a different experience when it's like, oh, they're trans, they're here. Um, and it's not really like talked about that much, except when they, you know, obviously say it's an inspiration to all people to show that drag can be anybody. And with some of the girls not speaking Thai, like, um, I feel like the workroom was a little bit different. Um, because, you know, they couldn't all like converse back and forth. And so a lot of them would be like side conversations. Um, but when they would do their confessional, like in talking head interviews, the producers would tell them what the other queens said in response to the scenario so that they could sp- respond right away. And so it, it definitely helped the drama happen on the show instead of like what we um normally see with RuPaul's Drag Race is all of the drama comes out after when everyone's seen everything that happened on the show and everything that was said in private comes to light. So it's it's a bit of a different experience and it's really cool to watch. Um, for the final challenge, you know, they get to direct and produce their own performance. So you really get a sense of who the queen is and what they can do. And I think that's a great way to choose the winner. I I haven't been the biggest fan of the lip sync for the crown concept. I mean, I like that they get to lip sync. 
Um, but I did like the season 12 finale of RuPaul's Drag Race where because of COVID, it was online or through the webcams. And that was really cool because it was the first time um, since, you know, the COVID lockdown started that, you know, we were seeing how the competition competition shows would end up because now we're in the fall and it's been months and there's like rapid testing and everything. And so the competition shows are all happening live and they're just bubbling the people and everything. And yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Um, that I, I got, I, it always goes back to the pandemic. I mean, it's unavoidable at this time. It's, it's all I can think about ever. Um, it, but yes, I did love watching Drag Race Thailand. I got kind of sad because it made me really want to go to Thailand. Like they talk about um, all of the different Thai culture. I, you learn about even the tra- Thai drag scene and, you know, from people from the north, how it's different from all the other different region, regions. And just like the fashion and style, sense of humor. Um, Shri Mala was like one of my favorite queens. And she's just, I think they called her like country. So, you know, when you hear country in Canada and U.S., like North America, you think like Western cowboy, you know, country. Uh, but country in Thailand, like what does that mean, you know? You'll have to watch the show to find out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, if you are a fran- fan of drag and competition shows, uh, you should definitely expand your horizons and watch Drag Race Thailand and let me know what you think. And I would love to give it a rewatch and really deep dive into all of the characters. I guess they're not characters. I'm, they're all the contestants. Yeah, it's everything I love about reality TV. It's fun. There's drama. It's beautiful. It's exciting and you learn you learn a lot so yeah I I thought it was really cool so I want to thank you guys for joining me on this episode of really Shannon Uh, let me know what you think um, subscribe all that stuff I mean I don't know what I'm supposed to say at the end of my podcast I'm not really trying for anything what I'm really trying to do is stay on track and stay creative and like really embrace this experience that I'm having and I hope you're embracing whatever experience you're having Bye. Really, Shannon.